where we talk about the bibbities, the bops, and sometimes just talk. I'm Toki, and I'm here with my co-host, Tyler. Say hi. Hi. And today on the BBT, we're going to talk about us. Oh, man, that's like the most interesting thing ever. Not at all. <laughs> so, since this is our first episode, mm-hmm. and we're nobodies. Practically nobodies. Basically. We thought we'd use this episode to do a Q&A, get to know us. Yeah, kind of like a, a question and answer kind of deal. That's what Q&A means. <laughs> Thank you for explaining that. Uh, no problem. I'm here to explain the things so pe- the people can understand. So we both kind of came up with questions to... that would. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a long night. It's going to be a long night. <laughs> we both came up with questions to kind of um, ask each other. <laughs> of course what? you ask each other questions. <laughs> I was like, you kind of, you kind of, we can't, we came up with God. <laughs> we came up with questions to, you know, ask each other because that's what you do with questions. But no, we, we kind of, we came up with questions we thought would be good to kind of display our personalities a little bit, would you say? Would be a good way to <laughs> describe. <them>. How <laughs> else would it work? I don't know. We've, we, I think we've got a little case of the giggles <laughs> or maybe just me. Oh, this is a hot mess. Okay. <laughs> so some of the questions are going to be a little bit more personal. Mm-hmm. And then some of the questions are going to be more Disney-based. Right. So as you could probably guess by our title, mm-hmm. Bibbidi is obviously from Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo, Cinderella, yeah. Disney. We like Disney. So Love Disney. A lot of these questions are going to be Disney-based. Uh-huh. As well as just some personals. Personals to kind of to, to learn our personalities and kind of the, what makes us who we are and stuff like that. What makes us who we are or just how we are? Are we going to get that deep here? I don't know. We'll see how everything goes. <laughs> so do you want to maybe explain like the other parts of the title? So Bop would be more music based. Oh, yeah. Um, like K-pop. Yes, love K-pop. Mm-hmm. And Tyler over here making the music. He's oh, a, yeah. He's a drummer. You may have heard the intro um, to this podcast. We we kind of worked on that. They um, might have heard it. May or may not Maybe have heard it. Maybe they skipped it. Maybe. <laughs> but uh, I, I produced that and along with Toki's ideas on how it should sound and kind of all of that. But I'm also very into soundtracks and instrumental music um dance music um metal rock stuff like that basically any kind of music that comes from talented people i dig it what about not talented people wasn't ready for the trick questions i mean define untalented i guess you'd have to be the one to define that because you said you only like music from talented people so what what's your definition of not talented I don't have that because I think that everyone has the potential to be talented. So I like all forms of music. Great. Um, <laughs> I'm mainly into K-pop as of recent. Before that, I was very much into 
rock, metal, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Like the heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. I've come to appreciate pop a little bit more. That's just because it's easier to sing to. <laughs> and <laughs> right. I like to sing. And then just talk. So that would just be anything else under the sun mm-hmm. could fall under that. Yeah. Because we do have other interests outside of Disney, right. outside of music. Mm-hmm. Some examples, I like anime. We are My Little Pony fans. Oh, yes. And so many other things. Yeah. But for right now, we're going to do a Q&A. All right, let's get to that. What is our first question that we're both answering? All right, Tyler. Yes? Hard-hitting. How old are you? <sighs> Oh no, I have to reveal my age because I'm just so old. I am three years older than you. <laughs> you should see the scared expression on my face. No, we're, we're not old. I'm 25 years old. That's how old I am. I, was, I turned 25 now last year in April. 25. How old... Oh. As of right now, this very moment of recording, I am 28. Not bad. Not bad at all, if I do say so myself. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Next question. What is your astrology sign? Well, seeing that I was born in April, my astrology sign is a is the Aries. Strictly Aries. I was also born in April, but I fall on the 19th which is the very last day of Aries, which makes me a cusp. Oh, yeah, I am yeah. an Aries-Taurus cusp. Gotcha. So even though I'm technically Aries, I also possess some qualities of Taurus. Okay, okay. And I, I should mention I was born on the 13th, so that's closer to the beginning of the month, so that's why I'm just strictly Aries, and that is very apparent because I'm aggressive and cocky, and that's what Aries are. <laughs> yep. Yep. Next one. What is your zodiac? My zodiac, I am, uh, I think I'm the year of the pig, if I remember correctly. Oink. Sounds about right. (laughs) And I am a monkey. Monkey. That's a good one. Favorite color? Ooh. No, that's an easy one. My favorite color is green. It's always been green, and I'm not sure why. Um, And really all shades. I do typically like to go for like the... The, the darker shades, so like forest green, Kelly green, stuff like that. But I wouldn't mind like a lime green, but I would say I would say green, mostly the darker shades. What about you? I've gone through phases, and as of right now, I don't really have like a specific singular color that is my favorite. I like pastel colors. I like colors that are in the blue-green family, so like... Turquoise, aqua, teal, seafoam, those mm, kind of colors. Shiny colors. Well, the seafoam is shiny. Anyway. We're not there yet. Cutting that. Okay. And we're back. Next question. Favorite season? <sighs> as in the time of year. Oh, not as, as in, not as in seasoning. Like salt Correct. and pepper. Okay, because you know how confusing that can get. No, I was not confused at all. So I would say my favorite season, I don't know. I, I kind of like the transition period uh, in between seasons. So like 
it's not too hot, not too cold, like summer and winter. But like, so we're talking. So spring and fall. Yeah. You like spring and fall. Yeah, I like spring and fall. That's the that's the non complicated way to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like one more than the other? Do you like the transition of cold to warm better or warm to cold? I would say probably cold to warm because of how long winters can be sometimes, depending on where you live. And uh, so, your favorite season is spring. <laughs> Thank you, therapist, <laughs> for having me realize. <laughs> I don't know because I also like fall because of how cool things are and like the the cool the cool weather anyway, and all the like fall treats come out like pumpkin spice and stuff like that. Yeah, you are basic like that. <laughs> and proud, but um, I don't know. I I go back and forth, but I think we've decided my favorite season is spring. So we'll just say that. My favorite season is spring. Oh, maybe I should change my answer to be different. You don't have to. Okay. We're allowed to like the same thing. Oh. Okay. Why do you like spring so much? Because it's pretty. Okay. <laughs> what else? I, I like the smell of fresh cut grass. That is a very good smell. Very good smell. I like the transition from cold to warm. I prefer warmer weather. I've said this to you before, but I'll say it on here. I would rather sweat than shiver. I hate the cold. Yeah. I would rather warm. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I, I I also prefer, I would also prefer to sweat than, than shiver. I don't mind the cold, but if I had to choose, I would choose warmer weather. So I, I agree with you there. Favorite animal. Ooh, okay. My favorite animal, and it's always been like this since I was a kid. Here we I go. Can remember, is the bald eagle, and not even for its like patriotic like symbol of our nation purpose, but just just for the sake of the animal, because I think it's just such a beautiful animal. Um, seeing it in flight and all that, it's it's massive wingspan and all that. I had so many eagle toys growing up. Seeing them at the zoo was amazing, and they used to be endangered, and they're not endangered anymore. Woohoo! So that's that's good. But yeah, bald eagle all the way. My favorite animal is the Arctic fox. Ooh. I like foxes in general, but my favorite, I would say, is probably the Arctic. And in the winter, they're so fluffy. So in the cold, they have very, very fluffy white fur. And then in warmer weather, they actually shed a lot of that and... The color changes. It can be black or brown or gray, but just the fact that it changes like that is cool to me. Yeah, that's something I didn't even really um, know. And actually, something that I learned recently is that um, Arctic foxes will trail behind polar bears and eat their scraps. Oh, that's very. So they're kind of like scavengers almost. Sometimes they can be. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Favorite TV show? Hmm. Had you asked me this 10 years ago, mm. I would have said South Park. Mm. And while I still enjoy South Park, I would say uh, a more, I w- not necessarily intellectually better show, 
because both shows have really good writing, but one is my favorite show of all time. I know we've watched it over and over and over again several times just because it's it's just one of those shows you never get tired it's, of. It's an easy watch. Yeah. Yeah. So I would, I would say The Office is my favorite show. My favorite TV show of all time is Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Yu what a who? No, I know what that is. But yeah. explain that to people um, who don't know, who may not know what that is. It's an anime. Anime. Okay. A 90s anime. It's so old. No. Um, Ancient. No, it's not. But it's one that I grew up with. It helped me through a lot of things. Not going to get into it. Mm-hmm. And it was also just done really well. Yeah. Also read all the manga yep. of it. And I don't know. It it just hits different for me. And it, it's just stuck with me. Yeah. This whole time. It's become a part of you in a way. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Favorite movie? Favorite? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. Just because of how, like, scatterbrained I can be sometimes, especially when it comes to movies, it constantly changes. And I don't know I don't know if I could even really choose one right now. I know that one that, that we watch a lot is Saving Mr. Banks, the mm-hmm. movies that there are and in my interest in movies. And the one I kind of focus on changes, so... I don't know. I don't know if I have an answer for that, but I know you do. (laughs) Yes, I do. My favorite movie is Princess Mononoke. Mm, That's a really, really good one. Again, another anime, (laughs) a Studio Ghibli film, and it's just another, I guess, nostalgic. I watched it from a young age, grew up with it, and it's just done so well. I like the story. I like the animation. I like the soundtrack. Oh my god, don't even get me started on that. Unbelievably good. I said this the other day, but um, I, I believe the composer for the soundtrack is, is Joe Hisaishi, and I don't know Hisashi. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. I probably butchered that. But he actually did like a lot of the soundtracks for Studio Ghibli movies, but this one in particular is like next level. I, I, said, I said this many times, but he's like, I could compare him to the John Williams of like the anime movie like composer like the the quintessential composer and not even having the the nostalgic feelings you have for it because I didn't grow up with it you showed me it uh, I would say probably probably a decade ago now so it hasn't been in my life that long but I still appreciate it just for everything that it is the animation the music the writing the message behind it of conservation and all that with the environment and and actually, this movie, Princess Mononoke, I've shown a few people, some that are not anime fans mm-hmm. at all, and they still enjoy it. So if you're not an anime fan, mm-hmm. still give this movie a try. Yeah. I highly recommend it. Yeah, I'm, all the Ghibli movies, if you've got HBO Max, all the Ghibli movies are on there, and I'm sure that would be on there as well for streaming. But I'm sure you could find a DVD of it somewhere at like Walmart or something, but... Yeah, check it out. Thanks, Tyler. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Celebrity crush. Celebrity crush. Hmm. Well, again. You have a lot, but like maybe narrow it down to one. Yeah, I kind (laughs) of have a problem in that field. I, I really should narrow it down to having way less 
But uh, if I had to choose just one, it would probably be Jessica Alba. But and you know what? <laughs> you know what? What? Tyler, you know what? What? Honestly, she looks like a lot like your mom. <laughs> oh my god! Like she does, though. <laughs> I don't see it. If I did see it, I'd 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 feel gross. <laughs> You don't want to see it. It's there. So I literally only have two. So I'll just go ahead and say those two. So my celebrity crushes are Lee Tae-min from Shiny, a K-pop group. And the other one is Moonbule from Mamamoo, another K-pop group. I see, I see. All right. Right. Moving so, on. <laughs> what superpower would you have if you could have one? I would probably have the ability to fly because the, just the thought of flying myself, not being in a plane or anything, being able to go wherever I want, fly really fast and just like be in the air is just really awesome. I think that's what I would choose. What about you? I have always wanted to have the power to read minds. Oh, wow, okay. But I feel like that doesn't come from a good place. Oh, no. I have anxiety. I have trust issues. So I want to know what people are really thinking. Oh, gosh. Well, that could <laughs> that could be a benefit if, if you're... It could also be really bad, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing, another power that... I would like to have is the ability to move things with my mind. What's that called? Uh, I think that's like telekinesis or something. That one. Telekinesis, yeah. That'd be that'd be really cool to have because you could just like say, "Hey, that that little the bottle over there. I want to move that over here. Like, bring that over here. I don't want to walk over there. That'd be awesome." Thanks, Tyler. <laughs> Favorite childhood memory. <sighs> I have so many because I had an awesome childhood. Rub it in. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I mean, not all my childhood was awesome. There are some things I, I definitely would take back. But uh, we're not going to get into that right now. Let's. Uh, this is a positive, happy space. Yeah. I would say, I think when I was around five or six, maybe a little older, uh, my dad and I started this annual boys trip where we would go down to Lake Cumberland in Kentucky, we used to have a, uh, like a jet ski wave runner thing that he had got. And, uh, we would take it out on the lake and I think we would just spend like a weekend. We would like rent a cabin or something, or I think he had a friend that had a, a houseboat that would let us stay in it sometimes, but we would just, you know, be out on the lake and go out to like the steakhouse or something and just do guy stuff like, uh, father, son bonding time. And it was just, it was just Any a lot examples? of Um, well, I, a lot of it was just like, just gross, like farting, burping, laughing at that kind of like immature guy humor. I remember this one time we were, we were out in this specific part of the lake where it was like secluded. So he was able to just have his wave runner, like chilling on the water. We would just like kind of swim around that like area and, uh, I think at this point, my brother Joshua was old enough and he joined us, but we were just swimming around and then my dad farted in the water and I was underwater at that time and it was huge. <laughs> and there was like 
a bunch of bubbles that were bubbling up underneath. And then uh, he didn't expect me to hear it because I was underwater. But like him and my brother were cracking up. And then I surface and he's like, did you, he's like, I farted. I was like, yeah, I heard it. And like, I saw the bubbles. I don't know. We, we, we would talk about that story for, for years and years and years, but just kind of like an example. And then one more that I have that I just thought of, cause I brought up my brother. Um, I think on the way back, we would stop by this like steakhouse and just like get some steak and stuff. And, uh, my brother was still really young and he was like a really hyper little kid. So we were just all cracking up about something. Maybe it was that farting story, but, um, he had his like a, a cup of like a, a soda or something and the straw was sticking out and he was laughing and like bobbing his head and he ended up having, getting the straw in his nose and then breathed in like his nose and sh- a bunch of soda shot up into his nose and we were all we all started laughing at that because he just like he started like that sounds painful no he was okay it was it, he didn't get hurt or anything we all we all just started laughing even harder but um so, kind, of, kind of like a little snapshot of one of one of the uh one of the times or i guess a few of the times nice <laughs> what about you favorite childhood memory of mine I would say it would be Camp Grandma and Grandpa. Oh. It's fairly large. A lot of aunts, uncles, cousins. And every summer for about a week, I believe, all of the cousins would go to Grandma and Grandpa's house and spend the night. And some of the aunts and uncles would be there to, like, help chaperone because there were so many of us. And we would do crafts. We would watch movies. We would camp outside. We would go to the creek, like, do all kinds of fun stuff. And then as we got older, as well as the family getting even bigger, (laughs) we still had, like, a version of Camp Grandma and Grandpa but a little less. So for maybe a week or an extended weekend, we would stay at grandma and grandpa's with one or two cousins instead of all of the cousins. So one or two of my favorite cousins I would get to be with for a week or an extended weekend during the summer. And it would be a lot of watching movies or watching our favorite shows and bonding and playing games, eating lots of snacks, going out to eat, and um, a lot of church because my grandparents were very involved with their church. My grandpa was a deacon. Oh, yeah, definitely. um, As well as grandma being very involved with her own things in church. So we would go to church as well as sometimes doing like volunteer work with whatever was going on at the time. But just a lot of fun, family bonding, little escape. That sounds so awesome. That's it was, like it was good times. I'm super jealous. That sounds like the best thing ever. <laughs> Next question, what are your hobbies, talents, interests? Um, my biggest hobby would be music making, music listening, listening to all times, all types of music. Um, the ones that we talked about earlier, especially and, um, creating music. Um, I've got a software on my computer that allows me to kind of like produce, um, record and edit and like mix and master. I'm, I'm, I consider myself a bit of an audiophile and like, uh, a, a bass head, 
if you if you were to kind of describe it as I, I like bass heavy music along with the dance music like spectrum of stuff I listen to. Um, I'm a percussionist as well. I, I believe I started playing the drums in sixth grade, so it's been 14, 15 years now almost that I've been playing drums. My biggest interest in life, no matter if, if that if it's in a movie or a TV show or anything, is music. So I think I think as far as as that goes, if if this is too long winded, I'll cut it down. But um, yeah, I would I would say music would be would be the biggest interest for me. For me, I'm really into just art in general. I enjoy singing and drawing. My sort of medium of art that I gravitate towards is just paper and pencil. But I would like to learn to like paint, do charcoals and stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah. And I love animation. So oh, yes. that plays into <clears throat> my interest in Disney and anime. Listening to music, doing crafts, just artsy things. Yeah. That sounds awesome. I, I I too am into art, but I I think you're more into the like the the visual arts, and I'm in more in like the 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 listening arts. If you if audio audio arts, right? Audio arts and uh, and I mean I like animation too. I've I've definitely grown a a bigger interest over the past couple years as far as that goes. All right, now we're getting into the Disney question. Yay! Oh, I'm not excited. You're excited. What's the, what's the first one? <laughs> favorite and least favorite. Walt Disney Animation Studios movie and Pixar movie. Okay, well. <clears throat> for Walt Disney Animation, the, uh, the original studio, I would say my favorite of that is Lion King. The Lion King. And then my least favorite... Um, there's a there's a few that's down there, on the on the bottom. But I th- I think I would probably have to choose Home on the Range just because of you know it was it was all right, but it doesn't stack up with the rest of them. And then for Pixar, my all time favorite, and Toy Story alone because I Toy Story is such a nostalgic franchise for me in general, but. And because uh, it's I consider it kind of off on its own, but as far as the standalone movies, my favorite Pixar movie is Up. I would say my least favorite. <clears throat> hmm. I thought about this the other day, but I'm I'm struggling to remember what it was. It was there's there's two down there. I think probably Cars two. Uh, that would be down there because it's still enjoyable. I enjoy it more than most, but compared to the other ones, it's it doesn't like I said it doesn't stack up. My favorite Walt Disney Animation Studios movie is Aladdin. Yay, that's a that's a really good one. My least favorite, and when I say least favorite, I I mean least. I hate this movie so much. Chicken Little is the worst. <laughs> I unpopular opinion. I kind of. I kind of like Chicken Little. No. <laughs> My favorite Pixar movie. I love the Toy Story franchise. It's my favorite franchise in Pixar. So I feel like my favorite movie would be 
one of the Toy Story movies. And of those, I would say, is Toy Story 2, mm-hmm. which I know is probably going to upset a lot of people. Bah. But but it's because that movie I have a, a lot of nostalgia with. I love Jessie so much. She's my favorite. It's just one that it's it's a movie I've watched all the time. It was my quote-unquote sick movie. Anytime that I was sick, not feeling well, I would watch this movie to help me feel better. Oh, so cute. But if we were to put the Toy Story franchise aside, I would say my favorite Pixar movie is Inside Out. And actually closely followed, a close second would be Soul. Oh, my God. Because that, that just recently came out, and I really enjoyed it. I, Soul is just, I there's no words to describe it, just utterly brilliant. Like, I, I can't wait to watch it again. <laughs> my least favorite Pixar movie is The Good Dinosaur. Ugh. Now, listen, Linda. <laughs> the, the animation for that movie is really, really good. Oh, yeah. No argument there. No, no, no. It's the story and the characters that bother me. It's um, essentially the Lion King with dinosaurs. The Dinosaur King, pretty much. No. Don't help me. <laughs> <laughs> but it... I don't know if I should even, like, bother getting into it. It's just... No, there's... I just don't like it. If you like it, like, good for you. Yeah. I I just don't. Yeah. All right. Favorite Disney character? Again, this is one of those things that constantly changes depending on what movie I'm gravitating towards the most. Um, but I think... What's kind of stayed consistent for me is my connection to the Toy Story movies because, I mean, it came the first one came out in 95, the year I was born. And for as long as I can remember, Buzz Lightyear and Woody have been like my heroes. Growing up, the kind of the characters that I looked up to, I would say between those two, it would be either one. I, I would go back and forth. So either Buzz or Woody from, from Toy Story. I essentially have like a top two. Okay. As well. So as I've said before, I love Jessie from Toy Story. So she's definitely like a top, top favorite. But another favorite of mine that I guess would be a close second as an overall would be Princess Jasmine from Aladdin. Mm -hmm. She's my favorite princess and probably my favorite from Disney Animation Studios. Right, 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 right. And Pixar, my favorite would be Jessie. Okay. So those are my top two faves. Gotcha. All right. Favorite live action Disney movie. Mm. Can I go first on this one? You may go first on this one. My favorite live action Disney movie is Saving Mr. Banks. Yes. That is such a good one. We've we've seen that so many times like over the past several months. It's just done so well. Uh And... It just feels like such a treat for Disney fans. Mm-hmm. I can see it being kind of hard to watch for someone that isn't as yeah. into Disney. They might find it boring. But if you like the behind the scenes, how a movie is made type thing, this movie is sort of based off of the process of making Mary Poppins mm-hmm. and just 
Tom Hanks as Walt Disney, like, yeah, we stand Tom Hanks. Uh huh. It's 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 my fave. Yeah, I would say that as well. But to be different, um, I think another one that's pretty up there for me is the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. The the first three. The, yeah. the first trilogy, those are the only ones I recognize because they kind of fell off after that. Yeah. But um, just Johnny Depp as Xperro, just the way it's he characterized It's such a good it. cast. Yeah, seriously. Like, it's it was a big one growing up for me. And uh, so the, I remember watching the first one over and over and over again, then finding out that a sequel was coming out, and then seeing that sequel in theaters, and then the third one following, just like that whole saga of that trilogy – and just everything that happens and the, the actors and all that. And, and yeah, it's it's just really good. And, the, oh, the music. <laughs> the music's going to make me cry. Hans Zimmer is – actually, there's a different – there was a different composer for the first one. But Hans Zimmer did, like, the theme that was in the first one. But then he did the second two. It makes, makes me want to cry. The, the music is so epic and good. <laughs> the soundtrack. Because there's no – it's not like a musical. It's like a, it's just a score soundtrack for the – just to be clear. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. Okay. Next question. Favorite Disney movie era? Ooh. Do you wanna do you wanna go first on this one? Or you want me to Renaissance? Renaissance. Yeah, I mean we I think we'd both agree that the the Renaissance was For our anyone favorite. for anyone that might not be familiar, the Long list of Disney animated movies are broken up into eras. And so when we say the Renaissance era, that's including all of the animated movies, starting with The Little Mermaid, Mm -hmm. going up to, is it Tarzan? Yeah, I think Tarzan was the last one. Yeah, so all animated movies within that bracket Mm -hmm. is considered the renaissance era yep for disney and that is my favorite oh yeah and like I, there's just no other words to describe like the the movies that came out of this era are widely considered like disney's best animated movies and most classic animated movies of all time even even the ones that came out in the 50s the 40s and 50s and, and stuff and even like snow white the first one but still, like, I don't know. There's just something about the Renaissance. Like the don't feel. go crazy now. Oh, I know. I know. We're, you're you're going to upset some people. We're cutting that out. Um, but, we're not? Um, yeah, I don't want to upset anybody. But um, I don't know. There's, some, the feel, there's something about the feel of, like, the, the Renaissance movies that just really hits it out of the park. So. Or just nostalgia. Yeah, that might be it. <laughs> Um, next question, favorite Disney soundtrack? My favorite Disney soundtrack goes perfectly in line with my favorite Disney movie, and that's The Lion King. I'd probably have to go with Lion King, too. That is, that is a a stellar soundtrack. Yeah, because you've got the, you've got the songs by Sir Elton John and Mr., or Sir Tim Rice, music and lyrics, which are just timeless classics, and then you've got the score hauntingly beautiful gorgeous score composed by Hans Zimmer that literally makes me want to cry every time I hear it it's so unbelievably deep and rich the the melodies everything just oh my god I I could go on for hours but I digress please don't (laughs) all right favorite Disney World park 
Ooh, Besides Magic Kingdom. Besi- <laughs> I, feel, I feel like majority of people would say Magic Kingdom. We would probably say Magic Kingdom. Yep. Magic Kingdom aside, what's your favorite park? Hmm. At Disney World. This is this is another one that kind of that kind of switches around depending on how the last kind of um, trip went because it, it, it's subject to change. But hmm, I think right now my favorite park is Epcot, and that is largely attributed to the World Showcase and food experience that you can have. You are a foodie. I'm definitely a foodie. I love being able to try all the foods from the from the different countries and have a have, kind of have like a taste around the world kind of thing. Uh, I think the last time we went, we were able to do the Flower and Garden Festival. I'd really like to experience the Food and Wine Festival because that's why they're regarded to have the best food because food and wine, obviously. But... World Showcase aside, you've got Future World, too, that's got Spaceship Earth, That's I think is my favorite ride there. You didn't even know it was a ride. No, no. I actually am I'm a little embarrassed to admit that of all the times I've gone before I started going with Toki, I, I, yeah, I didn't realize that the, the Epcot ball was actually a ride called Spaceship Earth. There was a ride in there. It kind of blew my mind when I learned that, and when I went on it, I was blown away. How could I have not gone my whole life without knowing that there was a ride in there? And it's spectacular. <laughs> spectacular. So, Great. Uh, what about so, you? <laughs> my favorite is Hollywood Studios. Oh, God. Oh, God. Because I love movies. Mm-hmm. And I just love the design and feel of that park. Um, it has gone through a lot of changes. And I feel like majority of those changes are... Positive. I'm going to start hyperventilating. Yes, Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> okay, calm down. We haven't been able to go yet, but as soon as we go there, I want to go there. I am not the biggest Star Wars fan. I do like Star Wars. Don't come at me. <laughs> I'm not like all-knowing, super into it, like hardcore fan like some people in this room. Um, Don't worry, Toki. You will. You will. Or not. But I I love Star Wars, if that's not clear. Yeah, that is my favorite park. (laughs) (laughs) It also has Toy Story Land. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I really enjoy all the shows there, and it also has my tippy-top favorite attraction, which is... Tower of Terror. Yes, that's a, that is a such a good classic Disney World ride. Just uh, there's no other words. It's amazing. So why don't we just jump to that question? What is your favorite park attraction? Tower mm. of Terror is mine. What is yours? Mm. <laughs> this is one I'm gonna have to think about too because it kind of. I kind of have one for each park, and I don't know if I would put one above the other, but I know I have to pick one. Well, while you decide, I can give this little tidbit about um, the Tower of Terror, something that I learned. So, fun fact about me, I have a fear of falling. Not a fear of heights, a fear of falling. So I'm okay with being up high as long as I feel secure. I don't feel like I'm going to fall. Right. 
Tower of Terror is a ride where you're constantly going up and down. You get the sensation of falling. So why would that be my favorite ride? Well, it can be exhilarating to face your fears Mm -hmm. in that way. But also, I learned how the ride operates, which which helps me with writing it, knowing how it works. So I feel like most people say that Tower of Terror is a free-falling ride. Well, guess what? You're not free-falling. What? I knew that. You're in your cart, your little vehicle. At one point, you're like going through a room Mm -hmm. into darkness. When you're in that darkness, your cart is going into a box. And that box has wires Mm -hmm. on top that pull you up, but there's also wires on the bottom that pull you down. You're not free-falling. You're being pulled down, and you're actually going down faster than a free fall. Oh, that's so, that's intense. Yep. So when I go on this ride, even though it does scare me, I do also find it fun. I don't scream on this ride, okay? I shriek. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you do. But it's a lot of fun, and I really enjoy it. So I remembered what my my favorite attraction is. I don't know how I could forget, but I had to scroll through kind of my top tens. My favorite Disney World attraction resides in the Magic Kingdom, and it is none other than the Haunted Mansion. Not the original in Disneyland, the 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 Disney World Magic Kingdom version of the Haunted Mansion. Cause Wait, I, we've never been to Disneyland. Yeah, we, have, we haven't been there yet. We're hoping to, if it ever opens back up, but... um. The Disney World version and Magic Kingdom, the Haunted Mansion. I remember it was one of the first quote-unquote um, scary horror-type rides that I ever went on as a kid because I went when I was seven. And I used to be terrified of those kind of rides. I was terrified of animatronics. Couldn't get me on a ride that had any animatronics because it would freak me out. But I think this ride kind of really helped me because it, while it's really scary... Some people and like especially the kids, it's also has like a whimsical side to it, the music and stuff like that. And I feel like that really helped me appreciate animatronics more and those kind of like dark rides. So um it has kind of a nostalgic connection and I'm I'm like into like the scary horror stuff and just like the all the stuff that goes into making the ride work, like the projections and the animatronics um really interests me and I just think it's a really well done ride. On image. Nice. <laughs> All right, next question. Favorite Disney park snack? Mr. Foodie over here. Ooh. Again, with Disney, no matter what it is, there's so much of it. And it's very, very hard to choose. But if I had to choose one, I would say probably Dole Whip. Dole Whip is my favorite. And it was one that I've experienced recently for the first time in the past few years and it's, it's so refreshing it's dairy free i know that that is important to people who are vegan or 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 anything like that but or can't have dairy but um it's just it's so delicious just like the standard pineapple that they serve and the specific recipe they have that they serve at the parks is only available at disney world 
and select locations like at the parks or at I think at the Polynesian and Disneyland. Yeah, and Disneyland. But like at the as far as like Disney parks go, it's, it's recipe is specific to there. And it's just so refreshing because it can get really hot at Disney World and Disneyland. Really? Yeah. Breaking news, but um, it's it's very re- it's the very refreshing treat, and it's something I would always go for. So, there you go. I would say Dole Whip as well. It's it's just classic. It's a classic Disney snack. Mm-hmm. Again, like you said, refreshing, tasty. Dole Whip, uh, pineapple, is the way to go. Mm-hmm. But I have also tried the raspberry Dole Whip. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. That was really good. I really like the raspberry. But if you've never had it before, go with the classic pineapple. So good. But if I could also mention one more. Please do. The school bread from the Norway Pavilion (sighs) at Epcot. Seriously. I am so mad. And the reason why is because when we went, when we last went, we only had it once. One time. And we split it. And we split it. (laughs) It's a huge bread that you might think, hey. Let's split this. No, it's just that good. You need your own. You need you need your own to finish the whole thing. It's a little aggressive. Uh, there. I am very because I am mad. I am mad that we only had it once and we split it. We've, mad or passionate? Pa- well, well, when you have okay, yeah, passionate, <laughs> sure. But the school bread, yeah, from from the Norway Pavilion, uh, Pavilion, the Nor- Norway Pavilion at Epcot at the Kringla, Og um, Bakeri. If you pronounce that correctly, it's a bakery in Norway, but they have a bunch of different Norwegian pastries. The school bread, in our opinion, and a lot of people's opinions, is the best. Um, If you ever find yourself in Epcot at Disney World, try it. You will not be sorry. Not sponsored. How would it be? Because I'm advertising it for free. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) My Um, God. Favorite Disney park purchase? Do you not have one? I'm trying to think. Well, while you're thinking, I guess I'll give my answer. (laughs) My favorite Disney Park purchase was a Jasmine doll. I believe I bought it um, at the Emporium. Mm -hmm. On Main Street in Magic Kingdom. And I took that doll in line with me to meet... Aladdin and Jasmine. Yes, I remember that. And they signed it. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at it right now. That was that was such an awesome experience to have them like sign it and stuff, and it's all like encased, wrapped up, protected. Yeah, that's awesome. It that was just like such a nice experience because, like I said, Jasmine is my favorite princess. She's one of my favorite characters. And meeting Aladdin and Jasmine was really cool, but also the fact that they signed my doll and the interaction was really, really nice. And when Jasmine hugged me, it was the warmest, kindest hug that I think I ever had. Oh my God. (laughs) Like it was really sweet. I think she could tell. That, like, I was nervous and I was very happy to see her. Uh I had her face on my shirt. (laughs) For goodness sake. I think she knew. I think she knew. (laughs) Yeah, it was was really cool and it was really nice. That's so sweet. Um, I don't know. I feel like I got a lot of, like, T-shirts and, like, 
clothing type merchandise the last time we went. And I don't know. I feel like I feel like my favorite of all of all of the stuff I bought, at least um, so far, as is uh, from Epcot. It was a flower and garden specific shirt. It's like a baseball type shirt, and it's a gardener Mickey. Um, I think he's planting some turnips, and it says turnip the fun for flower and garden uh, wow. international. Epcot. Yeah, the puns. But it's I, I think it's a really cool. I like the art style on the shirt, and it's very comfortable. And it's the baseball style, like raglan tee. And I, I really gravitate towards those. And I wear it all the time. So, I, yeah, I would say that was probably my favorite. Cool story, cool bro. Cool story. Uh, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Anyway, moving on. Okay, next question. A Disney park you haven't visited yet and want to go to most? Oh, I would probably say the original Disneyland. Because like we've said before, we haven't been over... We haven't been to California like in our lives at all. But we haven't been to the original Disneyland in, in, uh, oh my God, why, why is it escaping me? It's Anaheim. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in Anaheim, California, the original Disneyland park, Disneyland proper. Cause there's also Disney California adventure, but, um, Disneyland park. I really want to visit because it's the original park opened by Walt himself where he walked. I want to go there. Yeah. I really want to go to, all of them like it's it's kind of hard to pick I guess I would also say Disneyland the original but if I could also say one more I'd say Tokyo oh my god Tokyo Disneyland. the parks in Tokyo are literally next level Tokyo Disney Sea yeah that yeah widely regarded by many as the most beautiful theme park you could ever step foot in like out not even just Disney out of any theme park just like so crazy that the way they pull off those designs and stuff like that. Yeah, that's 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 definitely a life goal to make it over there and go there. We have made it to our final question, Tyler. Final question. Oh boy. Happiest moment in a Disney park. Oh man. Wow. Well, I don't know. I feel like I'm so caught up in running around and riding the rides and like the just like the adrenaline that I never really stopped to to really notice or, or appreciate the small specific moments but I, I feel like the happiest moment for me is walking into Magic Kingdom and seeing the castle for the first time I think that would be like just a happy overall memory I have a lot of happy moments it's hard to pick one because like you said you are very in in the moment of the hype, the adrenaline rush, wanting to go on all the rides. And while I am also like moving in that fast pace, at the same time, I am also really taking everything in and looking at those little moments. So some of my happiest moments in a Disney park, one of them I already mentioned was when we met Aladdin and Jasmine and they signed my doll. Another one is just first getting to the park when you first walk in in the morning and you're you're having that feeling of, wow, I'm really here. I'm seeing all of this right now. And you have the excitement of what's to come throughout the day. Yeah. A happy moment is walking into Magic Kingdom and walking down Main Street and seeing the castle right there at the end. Oh my gosh. Another happy moment for me was when 
it was later into the evening. It was like starting to get kind of dark and we were just standing like on the bridge in front of Splash Mountain, watching people going down that hill, getting splashed and just laughing and smiling and having such a good time. I remember that. Just watching all of these boats come down and seeing all of these different people just happy like that was the best i re- i definitely remember that yeah little things like that uh-huh. i do like treasure and take into account anytime i see a happy child oh yeah interacting with a character yeah like, definitely yeah I those always... are my happiest like magical moments to me yeah i would add that on too whenever we're on like the bus or the monorail heading over to one of the parks and just hearing all the kids getting so excited. Like I, I just, I always think to myself like this, this is what it's all about. Like this, you can't, you can't beat that feeling and being able to get that feeling again as an adult and seeing kids growing up and our, our, the new generation getting able to experience that is, there's nothing like it. So is, is that the end of our questions? That is the end of our Q&A. All right. Is there anything else to add for today? Is there? I don't believe there is. So this is the end of the Q&A, which brings us to the end of this first episode. All right. First episode. Yay. So. Thank you for joining us for this train wreck of a first (laughs) episode. Oh, boy. But it was a lot of fun, wasn't it? Was it? Was it though? <laughs> All righty. Well, if there's nothing else left to say, you want to take us out, Toki? I guess. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on the BBT. We'll see you next time. Have a magical day. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration for all the world. Thank you.